Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, hey folks, Hacksaw Jim Duggan here, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Tough guy. Wrestling with history worldwide in the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Voice of choice, Bruce Wirt and Namar Wells. Episode number three. This is our top five wrestlers of all time and i don't think we're going to have time for uh for my top five and your top five namar so we uh we try to keep these shows to about 20 minutes so we'll do your top five today is that is that okay sounds good to me i have mine i just so everybody knows i have mine i'm prepared i just don't think we with respect to you guys i don't want to be in the room where we're talking to you for three hours and we have 36 commercials. We don't want to do that. We just want to keep them to 20 to 30 minutes. So it's a nice little chat on your drive to work, right? Exactly. American Dream. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Heard worldwide on VOCNation.com. The Insane Clown Posse. We can't thank all you guys enough. Whoop, whoop. Understand our audience, and we give them what, what we think they would want. We're about pleasing the fans. Road Warrior Hannibal. <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts. The wrestling has changed so much. Conan. Yo, this is K Dog. Yo, with Bowdy Bowdy and Rowdy Rowdy. Hall of Fame ring announcer Howard Finkel. The brilliance was Bobby Heenan's middle name. Lex Luger. God's give me a whole new perspective on wrestling and the fans. WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Superfly. Shut up. Thanks for having me on your radio show from the Jersey Shore. The legendary Diamond Dallas. Voice of choice, Wrestling Nation. I put my name in, but again, we're just waiting for a phone call. You could be Moroccan, Algerian, Albanian, Greek. This is the best crowd I've ever seen in my entire life. I love cheesecake. I didn't know how to respond to his lunacy. Uh, Malcomania. And I don't think Hollywood's ready for Malcomania. But we'll wait still. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Your talk show here that I'm, what I'm doing here is the best one. Jimmy Hart. I've been lucky every day I get up and look in the mirror and pinch myself. The ninth wonder of the world. China. And I told Vince, I said, yeah, I'm going to wrestle the guys. And that's how it started. X-Pac. We're wrestlers, and it's still a wrestling show. Mr. Scott Hall. Hey, yo, I want to rock the wrestling world again. OneWrestling.com, Bill After. If it wasn't for Hogan and Vince McMahon, sports entertainment would not be in existence. We have a bushwhacker in the house. G'day, mateys. It's bloody lovely being on your show. MVP. I came up with the MVP concept based on everything that's wrong with pro athletes today. BOC Nation heard worldwide. This right here is the future of wrestling. We're rocking and rolling on wrestling with history. No, Mark, you, you are, you've, you've heard our new theme music, right? Which is our old theme music. And yes. Yeah. And, and doesn't it get you like thinking about, well, first of all, how many people are dead? in that in that opening it's it's crazy but i was listening i remember because i dug that out of like the trash you know that was that was theme music that we used like 15 years ago 
And I, I, I mean, we had so many versions. Remember the version where like we had everybody that we've ever met in a bar saying worldwide. (laughs) I forgot about that. Worldwide, worldwide, worldwide. And I was, I would just go up to people in, in the bar and say, can you say worldwide for us? (laughs) And you know, it's funny because there's so many people that you would get the impression that we were bar people, but we weren't. Like, <laughs> I mean, we did hang out in places where they served drinks, but it, it's it's funny that you know if you were to hear that, um, uh, you know, you would get that impression uh, that that we just hung out in the bars all the time, which the is the piano bar and the uh, the club across the street. Oh well, you know, I don't really consider the piano bar like a true bar. I mean, because it's it's you know. I mean, I went there for the singing or the playing, you know, because I don't drink alcohol. I mean, I would, and I'm not against alcohol. I can't say I don't drink alcohol, but I don't. But if if somebody buys me a drink and they don't know that I don't drink, or if I'm at like a wedding, or I usually give my drink away at the wedding. um, If somebody buys me a drink and they're unaware that I don't drink, I will drink the drink out of respect to them if nobody else wants it. You know, um, that's about the extent of it. But no, so, you know, but nobody in our crew was really a drinker. So it's funny that we have that, um, that, that, you know, that people would look at the, uh, look at us as like hanging out in bars. And I never considered the piano bar a uh, bar we just said uh, go there and i mean you'd go and sing and i'd like the music i'd request the same songs every week um what were they Bruce? it was obla di obla i'd, I'd yeah, request yeah. that and a werewolf in london and you would do american pie yep and um living on a prayer that was the best. I actually, I'll be honest with you. I I hate the song American Pie, so I always hated your version. Long, long time ago. Oh, <laughs> I hate that song. But it was fun to you know for you to be up there and to do what you did. Uh, it it was fun, and I could get behind, um, like how you would open the song the way you did. But uh, but yes, I never considered the piano bar. It was more like you know a, a fun club to me. Well, to check out, uh, search for uh, Voice of Choice, Bruce Word, American Pie on YouTube. You'll have some fun with that. Listen, while you're on, while we're talking about the opening and the show, make sure that you follow us on X, uh, which used to be Twitter. And uh, the the uh, the following, hold on, I got to figure this out again because I forget. I should know this by <laughs> now. It's uh, WWHVOC, at WWHVOC. And then whatever you're listening on, uh, we we know we have, um, we're instantly the top show on VOC Nation again. That's kind of cool. Uh, but whatever you're listening on, make sure you leave a review and a five-star rating. We love those, uh, whether it's on iTunes or, or Spotify, Stitcher's dead. There's so many things. I, I haven't done this in a long time, so I have, bear with me if, the platform that I mentioned doesn't exist anymore. But Namar, I'm looking at a review from Ike Kennedy's on iTunes. Five-star review, August the 23rd, 2021. Says, what happened to Namar? That guy was funny. I like the other hosts too, though. Bruce, Brady, David, great <clears throat> great discussion leaders. Uh, but this guy, Ike Kennedy's, there's a big fan of yours on iTunes. Ike, I hope you're with us. You're back. Please. I'm back, baby. Yeah. Soon enough, once I find my rhythm, I think we can have a lot of fun. I think we can do some. You know what's weird? It's like, what's the point of doing voices anymore now that you can um do the AI voices? Uh you can get <laughs> the the AI to because there's somebody that's already doing it. They do um Gorilla and Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so it, it's it's like you know it <laughs> you know I, I, it's hard to compete because those things are so good but that's what makes it fun the fact that we don't really sound like those people but you know but you'll know who we're talking about and that that's what'll uh make it you know make it fun again so uh, i'm looking forward to to getting a little zany just a little zany i mean we've grown up a lot uh since um those years and uh we're both uh refined gentlemen yeah there so. we go <laughs> so wrestling with history we're, we talk about we're going to go through some some of the new stuff right we'll talk about some topical stuff because i i didn't say it last time but I, I was talking about how I stopped watching wrestling, but just recently I started watching again and, and our top five will be, you know what? I just realized last episode, we forgot to talk about CM Punk. We never did it. <laughs> I actually knew that, but I didn't want to interrupt. Somebody's going to be listening and they're going to say, wait a minute. They never got to CM Punk, but that's the stuff, you know, that's, that's what makes the show fun. We just got off, off track. So, but anyway, during the top five, um, we'll talk about why I might've started watching wrestling again. So stay tuned for my list. That'll come up, uh, probably next time. I don't think we'll get to your top five and my top five today, but, um, uh, one more thing. I wanted to read one more review. This is, uh, from November 10th, 2023 GW four zero seven five on iTunes. <laughs> I just love this rat boy. The show says it's this. <laughs> the show says, I don't know if this guy can't write or read or whatever the show says it shout interesting things i want to listen but first half he is host whining i this doesn't even this isn't even english but he's complaining that rat boy uh gets the run of the house on on uh, brady's show i guess they bring in rat boy that's it i'm gone this rat boy belongs in a uh he well he says nut house i wouldn't use that term this is somebody else uh why why you let him on the podcast he ruins the whole thing get rid of rat boy he doesn't belong his public speaking is terrible thank you get to the point whoa well <laughs> but we were talking last time about the callers and how i hated the callers and i have an affinity for rat boy uh, he did cause the end of my first marriage. That's another story for another day. But I hate the callers. And and I think what he's telling the people from in the room is you got to control the room, right, Namar? You got to get them on, get them off. You can't let exactly. them take over the show. Okay, top five. That's what we want to talk about on this week's show. Your top five wrestlers of all time. And I have my list and, and I don't think we're going to get to mine. So let's go to yours five to one next week. We'll get to mine, but at the very end of the show, I'm going to get, I'm going to give you my bottom five, the people that I want to turn the channel when they, they come on. Is that fair? I like it. All right. Number five, who, who do you got? Number five has to be the macho man himself, Randy Savage. Savage. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you, uh, it didn't make my list. I thought about him. Didn't make my list. Would you say, by the way, before you get more into this, is your list more 80 centric? Probably. <laughs> it's all 80 centric. All 80s. I figured that. Macho man, Randy Savage, uh, passed away tragically in 2010. Were you on that flight with me? When we found out Savage died and, and all the wrestlers were talking about it? Sure enough, because uh, we had landed somewhere. We were on our way to San Jose for the wrestling convention there. Yes. And we landed um, 
at a, a stopover and you got the your phone started blowing up when you turned it back on and that's where we found out that randy had passed away and i think you had gotten the notific notification also that lanny had been notified and he was turning around because he also was on his way uh to san jose for that event so it, it very tragic it, it's a shame because um, you know, Randy has had a resurgent in popularity, I believe. I don't think it ever went away, but at once I believe he, um, he got a boom, I think, you know, as YouTube has grown and, um, and, and, and so the, the fandom has grown. And then, um, he also started to do merchandise again. And once the people were able to get, you know, more Randy Macho Man Savage figures, which I have been dying and waiting for, and I own a couple of them now, uh, you know, it, it really, I think, brought a lot of people home and then he passed away. And so, I, uh, you know, with the way wrestling culture is today, it would have been utterly fascinating to see him in that kind of setting. I mean, we have some videos, um, but from what I've gathered, he was, he's a much, he was a much different man. Uh, towards the end of his life then uh, the videos we got were you know him with the with the dark beard and he's rapping and he's hanging out with you know these like you know these kind of like gangster guy like you know gangster rap guys and so you know i i don't think that that would be a an authentic listen uh in terms of randy savage and unfortunately we have some dull-witted fans who believe that that was sincere and not seeing a man in crisis <laughs> again you know and um but yeah tragic but i mean what a brilliant talent in the ring i mean he's hilarious and it's a shame bruce because there's an interview that he does with jesse ventura and it's it's funny because as a kid i hated randy i i could not deal with the way he treated Miss Elizabeth. I was a mama's boy. And so anything like that really bothered me, which, and I find this hilarious because my mother was was very much on the cusp of, uh, of um, a certain kind of wrestling fandom because from the very beginning, she loved Bret Hart and she loved Macho Man. And I could never understand why she liked Macho Man, but he is so entertaining. And if you get a chance, there's an interview to look up where he's with Jesse Ventura, him and Elizabeth. It has to be 86, I believe. And um, and 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 they go to allow Elizabeth to touch the belt. He's, he's holding the Intercontinental belt and he shushes her away. And I, I, I can't even paraphrase it to give it any justice. And the, but the the way it's played out and with him and Jesse exchanging back and forth, it, it's so funny, you know, um, and, and again, in the ring, what a talent. I'm not one of those people who thinks that, you know, uh, Macho Man stole the show at WrestleMania three, him and Ricky Steamboat. I think that's nonsense. And um, and, and, you know, we'll discuss that, but doesn't matter. He still is a genius in the ring um masterful work and he he just he can tell a story and um he's very giving and just excellent i mean to watch him at work is unreal i'm a big fan of the macho man what, what are your thoughts on it yeah well first of all i i remember that plane ride again well it wasn't the plane ride it was afterwards at the hotel bar when we got to san jose and everybody's talking i i remember i, I again i talked about last time i I listen to a lot of the shoot interviews now and I hear people like certain, certain people like uh, 
uh, a man named Wayne that, that's done a lot of shoot interviews. He talks about how he loved Randy Savage. But I remember Wayne in the hotel lobby talking about how much he hated Randy Savage and he was an asshole. So <laughs> I that that always stands out to me when I listen to these shoot interviews. And most people like the warrior don't have good things to say about Savage, meaning they don't have things good things to say about the Warrior or Savage because he was just so out of control and unpredictable. And even uh, I did this show with Bill Apter and Ken Resnick, uh, Wrestling With History, uh, the last version of it, and Bill talked about a time where Randy Savage like threatened to kill him in the back over something he had wrote. So Randy, very unpredictable. I, I think looking back... Like Savage as a uh, kayfabe fan in the '80s, where I believed it, I never liked Randy because he was unpredictable. You know, I, I just thought that he was always ready to turn, and I, I was a Hogan fan. So uh, looking back now, though, I see the magic. Like he was just just a great performer, and uh, he wasn't the biggest guy, but he played bigger. You know, he he was not like today where. Um, and by the way, the flipping guy that I was talking about, yes, uh, that guy's. Oh my god, I lost the name again. What the hell? Oh boy. Um. Oh man, it's gonna bother not, the crap. You're not talking about Ray Mysterio, are you? No, 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 no. Um, most athletic WWE wrestlers. Uh, I'll come back to it. But anyway, um. Randy Savage was an athletic guy, but he could work with the big guys and he was believable. You could believe that he would win a fight or a match, you know? Absolutely. And I mean, and and you're right. He is an, an athlete and what endurance. I don't know what his health issues were. I mean, we know he passed away from a heart attack and then the, the crash. But, you know, when you think about when you look at a Hulk Hogan and you look at some wrestlers who are all beat up and. You know, when I watch uh, now a, a a Randy match and I'm just thinking to myself, like night after night off the top rope on his hip, how in the world was he able to even walk in, in the even in the years before he passed? I mean, what a, a physical specimen, because, uh, you know, the, the wrestling is brutal on the body. And you just yeah. think about he's constantly jumping over, you know, even, you know, beating his body up in terms of jumping over the top rope and then, you know, onto the, the side of the ring and, and um, jumping over the top rope and, and, you know, and just all of that, just, he, he's an incredible talent and he's hilarious. So I really do love the interviews more now. Uh, like, like you, like you mentioned, he was unpredictable, bad guy. He was unstable. And we know that, you know, well, we don't know personally, but we've heard the stories enough to know that that was a lot of uh, truth to who he was and um but it, as far as talents in the ring macho is definitely my number five um i'm sorry i could not paraphrase uh that the my favorite interview um with him where he um where you know he 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 denies he, he tells elizabeth to touch the belt and then he smacks her hand away lightly and <laughs> jesse says something about champion privilege or something like that and, and it, it's the most hilarious thing in the world and um and then also his promo against hulk hogan the intensity that he was able to put forth like people referenced it this is what this is what's so insane and this is this is the dull wrestling fan which we have to talk about them someday too but you know they talk about it like it's real and to a degree they're foolish to believe that 
but it really does come off as real. I mean, that is wrestling magic at its finest. When he's going off about WrestleMania five, it is magic. And Randy, number five for me. Randy Savage. By the way, Ricochet is the flipping guy. You know Ricochet? Never heard of him. Okay. All right. Well, then you don't watch this news, though. Ricochet. <laughs> He's got. I might have to my... start for the show, you know, so. He's got to be on my bottom five. Uh, just anyway. Okay, number four. Number four, actually, you actually changed this for me because I realized I love this guy, but I did not think of him in the context of a wrestler. And that once you mentioned him in your top five, I said, oh, well, I can include him. And that would be Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan on my top five. So when when did you, you're referencing my top five. Is this just a conversation that you and I had? Yes. Bruce okay. and I, we, we, we've discussed our top five um, off the record um, a couple of weeks ago. And we didn't yeah. go into a full conversation because we were, we wanted to save something for this show. Um, but in that conversation, there were a few reveals. And when you mentioned Bobby, I realized I kept him off because I didn't look at him as the quote unquote top five wrestler. But once you did, I said, well, okay, well then I guess I can use him because I really do love him. I mean, Bobby is incredible. Yeah, I he's mean, on my list on my list for sure. Bruce you, I mean, the quick wit on this guy is unbelievable. And nobody, nobody has the slimy manager stomp like Bobby Heenan. <laughs> he just, everything he did, it is a masterclass in working the audience. He threw punches like a heel, uh, just like a slimy, weaselly person. I mean, when they called him the weasel, that was brilliant. He and could he get anybody over whether he worked with him or against him ex except for the barbarian but he even got terry taylor over look i and steve lombardi there you yeah but not I the mean, barbarian hey listen you can't win them all nobody's perfect there's been only one so you know um but Dude, Bobby, kurt henning <laughs> you know that's another guy i mean my love for kurt henning he's not in the top five but my love See, that's the thing where I, we, I can't we're going to have to do full on retrospectives on certain individuals because Mr. Perfect is one of those people where we have to talk about his genius because looking at him now from adult eyes and not from like he said, being a child, kayfabe, you know, you you um, you you see him differently. And what a talent. Another guy like, you know, he was just a, a regular bad guy that I wanted to get wanted to see get beat up. But wow, he's brilliant. So uh, but Heenan. He, who could run across a ring and hurl themselves over the top rope like he? I know, I know. And Athleticism, Bruce, in those pants and those shoes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can see it. Working you know, in he, a dog suit, a dog catcher's suit, one time Bruce, too. Bruce, he he's brilliant, I, and I love. There's a part in the Hogan Andre. Uh, geez, I, we're, we're really doing bad with being able to reference people and, and different things, but the Hogan and Andre special that the WWE has, and um, they're going through their history together up until the climax of WrestleMania three. And there's a, they, they, they interject and they do it brilliantly with the music as well. And, and I love, you know, Bobby Heenan is absolutely selling it. He says, you're in deep trouble, Mr. Hogan. And he says, <laughs> And he goes on to say something. He says, I know they're really strong words, but Bruce, between with the music going and 
but he's selling it regardless. I mean, when he goes off and, and when Andre was doing the machine gimmick and they said that he came from Japan and he says, he says, he's not Japanese. He said, that guy's seven foot, you know, he's seven foot four. He said, he says, six of them aren't seven foot four. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it's like stuff like that. And it's off the cuff and it's absolutely brilliant. Somebody had, oh man, somebody on YouTube had him trashing Mike McGurk. And I wish that video was still up. It's, they, they collected all the times he trashed Mike McGurk and they made it into a collective. And it is hilarious and brilliant. If you watch Primetime, this, I love Primetime. I fast forward through the matches. I really yeah. don't care about yeah. the matches. Just listening to Heenan and, and, and Gorilla and Heenan and Roddy, that is first class entertainment. Bobby Heenan could have been a legitimate tele, uh, um, television show host in some capacity. He yeah. was brilliant. And, and that also feeds into my love of professional wrestling is really understanding the absolute brilliance of the art form. It is the single most underrated. Like I even hate when Hogan considers himself a carny uh, because no, you know, people, what wrestlers do, it's incredible. It's the longest running. If you consider the WWF, uh, if considering all the promotions that have, that have gone away, yeah. WWF has been running the longest play in history. It's yeah. never stopped. <laughs> the players have changed. Some have gone and come back. It's it might be the longest soap opera in history. I mean, or I don't know how you know the history of soap operas. I know some have been around forever in a day, but the WWF or WWE WWF has been running the greatest soap opera. And Heenan is, you know, we love Jimmy. Jimmy's my number two, but Heenan is simply the best wrestling manager of all time bobby's your number four jimmy's your number two in terms of greatest i know managers. i know i know, I know. <laughs> yeah right. we love jimmy though but yeah so heenan is my number four all right so the five is savage four is heenan now guess what i i have to tell you this because uh because we're there but we're out of time and we only got through two people because you uh you have such uh, strong words and so much to talk about for five and four. So we're going to have to save three, two, and one for the next episode. We can do it. We can do it. Now, let me tell you real quick, before we get off the air today, my bottom five. So these are the five people that I would turn off the TV when they come on. You're ready. And we don't have let to talk hear. about them. We'll talk about it next time. Number okay. five, Hillbilly Jim. Yes. Number four, Ken Shamrock. <laughs> well you i can't wait to hear that explanation because i'm indifferent number three chris jericho really i like I, jericho yeah i used to like jericho but it, it the act wears old number two okay the face version of bret hart hated bret hart <laughs> and and you know what it was because i felt like they were shoving him down my throat after hogan you really? know they, yeah just trying too hard and number one the reason I stopped watching wrestling, John Cena. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I think most people in, in my age bracket in their, you know, going into the mid forties, uh, probably hate John Cena. 
Well, you know what? That that's what's going to make this interesting because we'll, you know, if we didn't plan for this properly. I mean, we just have to admit it, but it's okay. We're all family here. But um, you know, that exploring each other and, and also being able to express our love and feelings for these guys is going to be great because um wrestling is a fantastic art form. It is it is fantastic entertainment. And um and and I think it's top tier and and your list is your your bottom list is interesting I can't even wait to talk about that let alone your top five and it's really got me wondering about you know creating a, a list of people that that really turn me on because turn me off because there are quite a few so yeah that's all good stuff all right so we'll continue the buddy top Namar's top five next time we'll get into my top five uh, make sure you follow us on X W W H. V-O-C, W-W-H-V-O-C. Subscribe or, you know, follow whatever the button is now, depending on the platform you listen on, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Subscribe to V-O-C Nation. Look for Wrestling With History. And you can see all the stuff that Namar and I do and all the stuff that uh, I've done in the past with Ken Resnick, Bill Apter, and, uh, and so much more. And uh, what else? Rate and review. Give us five stars. The reviews really help. Uh, we, t- we told you we had 61 listeners on our inaugural uh, show last time. And well, we want to like, uh, you know, I was going to say quadruple that, but we want into the many thousands. So please tell your friends, tell your neighbors. This is the best podcast that you'll listen to. We're going to try to keep them between 20 and 30 minutes. So wherever we are on a topic, if we get past that point, we'll finish it the next time. So, Namar, I'm excited. We're going into a new year, 2024, and uh, we're going to try to get through an entire year of these podcasts, right? Because uh, I'm going to try to quit a few times, and you'll help me out, and I'll do that. <laughs> like, you're going to have to help me hold on. <laughs> we're both very tired. You know, we wore each other out on top of every you – know, well, I won't say we did. Everybody else did wore us out from um, – uh, you know, from from wrestling, you, you, the business is very tiring, and we were not in the business. We just touched the helm of the business, and my gosh, it it is, it it is dangerous. Wrestling okay. is dangerous, and and listening to the podcast, I've learned you really have to be a special breed to be a wrestler, and that again makes me take my hat off to them because it nearly destroyed us. <laughs> the road the road is dangerous too so uh don't 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 go on the road folks that's that's the number one lesson and we'll talk about all those war stories uh from our philadelphia radio days as we go through the weeks and months and hopefully years here on voc nation so rate review subscribe and uh wrestling with history for namar i'm bruce we'll talk to you next time on the voc nation wrestling network take care